y dos. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC Livestream, the podcast. This show broadcast out of New York City. We are your hosts, Cortez NYC. And Carla de Puerto Rico. And on the show, we talk about art, creativity, city life from a Latino perspective. I'm a visual artist. And I'm a singer. And guess what? This is episode 64 with special guests once again back in the studio, Mr. Manny D. Manny D in the house. <laughs> As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify. And on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. And if you want to check out something cool, go to CortezNYC.BigCartel.com. That's my online store. I have original art, posters, stickers, graffiti pins, all kinds of cool stuff. So log in and go check me out and support your favorite artists. talk art yes oh the art of what (laughs) a different type of art yeah all right we're gonna talk about the art of drinking oh (laughs) not the art of making the (laughs) drink i mean i appreciate that too but i appreciate experiencing the drinks (laughs) the art of drinking um wow how do we do this in 20 minutes Yeah. Let's start from the beginning and move our way forward, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, we could take it from the top. Like, where did that come from? Yeah. Having a drink. Like, why did it become a social thing? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And why? I I get it. All right. People want to, I mean, since the beginning of time, people use drugs and other things to impair their, you know, to, you know, numb their brains a little bit. But how come drinking specifically became the most social one? And the most socially acceptable one. You mean aside from opium? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but (laughs) people generally don't do heroin in like uh, in a club all together. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you mean when when uh, morphine went socially unacceptable and (laughs) drinking continued to be fine? Exactly. Because nobody was like, "Hey, happy birthdays! Have a toast. Get the morphine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get the opium. Bring that needle in here. Let me fucking shoot up for your birthday. (laughs) Cheers. Um. All right. So let's go. I guess. Let's, let's start with this. Let's go back in time. Yeah. Drinking becoming socially acceptable. Well, they drink in church. Let's start there. Exactly. Well, <laughs> There's wine in church right. when they say right. wine means the blood of Christ. So, right. And it's supposed to be wine, but it's not real like alcoholic wine. But, you know, it's a representation of drinking. Well, I, I, I'm sure it has some alcoholic content. Yeah. Some. Yeah. yeah. Even if it has 1.5 or 5.1%. Even in the Bible... Jesus turned water to wine. To wine. Exactly. exactly. Wait, but who knew what to do with these grapes to make them? You know what I mean? Like how they found that out? I think I think that's where that's where we have. There's no religion, not that I know of, based around opium or morphine or cocaine. There's no cocaine where it's like, and then Jesus took the sand and turned it into cocaine, and they all snorted it for the Last Supper. Yeah, <laughs> for the Last Supper. But but like because there is even that religion. Yeah. Even even in that. You have the the description of people gathering together to break bread and have wine. Mm-hmm. It becomes socially acceptable. So, right. uh, are we gonna I mean, are even, we gonna say it's a vice when it's in the in that in the know. Bible? Yeah, and even in the Bible, they say that um, for parties and weddings and stuff like that and gatherings, 
they'll use to drink wine and get together and everything else. So I don't know, but the Bible is supposed to be written like thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. So imagine when drinking started, yeah. right? Because you know, you don't think that was a little amended after a while. <laughs> the dude writing it be like have like a, like a couple add, cocktails. Maybe we should add drinking too. Yeah, he he's literally writing it. Drinking, so, yeah. sipping some like, wine. Like, yeah. wine. And then Jesus turned water into wine. Yeah. I bet you at a certain point it was only water. And then he, yeah, exactly. He amended that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what made them go, you know, these grapes. I'm going to take these grapes. Let it sit for yeah, I did however think, long. How I, did he figure that out? I did, think, yeah. I did think about that. I mean, I think a few times I've thought about like, why the hell do we enjoy drinking fermented things? Yeah. Um... I don't. I know that indigenous people do. Yeah. You know. Right. I uh, mean, but in yeah, in their cases, it's uh, drinking, but also some kind of drug that is found in the natural um, environment. Yeah. Because that was also something um, that they used to do, like to clean up their spirits and to be like, yeah, clean of everything else, and they can think more clearly. I, I'm, I'm guessing the fermenting thing has to be that somebody just left something sitting around for too long and, and then they went to it and then they went to it and it gave them an effect. A buzz? Like, yeah. yo, this is... Yo, you gotta try this shit. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna kill me yet because I don't have any facts because I'm old. I mean, I'm I'm living in BC or AD or whatever the case <laughs> may be. Exactly. Yeah. Alright, but so... Alright, so... Moving a little... Bringing it back Fast to, forward. Yeah, fast through. forward. Time machine. <laughs> we hop in a time <laughs> machine, <laughs> y'all. And we're back into present time. Um, alcohol. How were you introduced to alcohol? Let's start with there. Mm-hmm. To now our own history. So how were you introduced? So Carla, how were you introduced to alcohol? Yesterday when you started. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, well, also like family gatherings. Everybody used to drink either their their beers or little liquors and stuff like that. Um, my cousins also they were older than me, so they started drinking a little bit before me and then when I came of age um, they gave me a little bit of beer here and there maybe I was like came, 17 I was gonna say came of age yeah, what does that mean <laughs> in, in Puerto Rico you can drink when you're 18 so I think maybe in, when I was 17 I I had maybe some beer or something nothing crazy right and then when you're 18 you can go out and drink and go to clubs and stuff so and then at, as an 18-year-old, I went out with my friends, having drinks, um, beer, cocktails, margaritas, stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. Chichaitos, that was something. What the hell is a chichaito? Isn't that guy he plays for... Uh, <laughs> for Mexico. For, yeah, no, Mexico. no, chicharrito. Chicharito <laughs> is a drink that it was uh, mostly given in a shot type of uh Container, whatever. Okay. And it's a drink with liquor, anise liquor, and white rum. Mm. So it's a mixture there. It was good. Yeah. So, T, what was your first experience? How uh, were you introduced? Mine was young. My, uh, again, I grew up in Trinidad, so we have different rules around drinking. It's not so strict as America is. Like, oh. you, you drink, nobody's checking your ID, you're just drinking. But my first time was my grandfather. He had like a little liquor cabinet he would lock. 
And then every night or so, you know, I didn't understand it back then. He was always drinking something in his cup, in his nice fancy glass, sitting at the dining room table in the dark sometimes. I didn't get it. But now I understand that. I can fully tell you I get that. But he would be like, you know, hey, try this. And it was scotch. And I didn't appreciate it. To me, it tasted like fire. Mm -hmm. And I didn't appreciate it. I just thought, ugh. And it it also helped to... It tastes like hurt. It tastes like hurt feelings. It also helped to not turned me into some one of those kids who like to go out and get drunk because I already had it and I'm like yeah. ah who cares you like if you give it to the kid and show them it's not so taboo it's gonna be a lot you know what I mean they're not gonna do make dumb decisions around it because yeah. I did it until I was much older I think, I think on my we, own. We, we can talk about that towards the end of this conversation because I think there's something to be said about what's the right and wrong thing to do with that and I think I'm, I'm even coming across that at, at you know I have two boys and they're 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 young men, and that runs across my mind. Like, what's 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 gonna be my reaction when I see them actually on their own taking to alcohol? Um, well, what about you? When was your first? My first time, I was really young. I was like 13, and I and I was I was at a party, a family party. I was giving liquor, and I was 12. Yeah. I mean, I knew I knew it was I knew it was something. I didn't think it was something illegal. I yeah. just thought it was something like. Ha, 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 I'm being, I'm it's being naughty. Adults. Yeah, uh-huh. it's for adults yeah, and I'm being, being naughty. Adult, yeah. And and I remember just that I got trashed. I got so drunk. I got. Oh, you I, got drunk. I got drunk. I got tried. I took shots oh, of aguardiente. Yeah, yeah. I got. Oh, you got aguardiente. Yo, you can't have your first time drinking aguardiente. No, that was tough. That Yo, was if tough. If you never had aguardiente, yeah, that was it, tough. Don't have it. Yeah, no. It, it, it we and I had several shots and, and rubbing alcohol. I was I was. Uh, trash that was, that was what did your parents say uh i don't think they were around oh. i think i think i think uh they were i was in colombia and it was my oh, aunt okay, and my, okay, okay. i think my mother maybe was around maybe she, i can't remember i can't remember if she was around or maybe she was like busy or maybe she just wasn't there at that time right, right and right. it was like a family party but regardless you know i just know that i woke up the next morning i stayed at the house and i woke up the next morning and i was like Never again. <laughs> and I was 13 and I was already on some like, never again. That's a good thing to talk about for later when you actually did that never again thing. Yeah, uh-huh. but I remember, I remember, the, I remember the never again statement coming out of my mouth. And, and, then, um, and then later on. <laughs> Oldest 13 year old ever. 13, exactly. Yeah. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it's um, too much already. And then after that, I, I guess it was like junior high school, like, you know, sneaking beers and, yeah, same, and having same. beers. And then beers to me seemed like I saw that my, like I had friends that were sneaking beers around and I was like, what's the big deal with the beers? They, they just taste bad and they don't get you drunk. Exactly. And yeah. and then I started a, drinking with them socially, and then I started realizing, like, oh, it's an acquired taste, whatever, and blah, 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 blah. And I started getting into it. But, um, but yeah, I think it was like that. It was like teens, like 13, yeah. and then eventually, like, 15, 16, you know, I really, like, started drinking beer. But, um, and then it, then it, I would say, like, once you get into your 18s, 19s, then you're, then you're actually going out and actually drinking for a party yeah. for your yeah. sake and for your, your you know your people and, and and then it was 40s back then yeah uh, malt liquor yeah me too and that that was that i think i think when i was around 18 19 20 i was worried that i was an alcoholic because i was so young and i remember that we would drink so much beer that i was like is this wrong <laughs> i was like are we doing yeah, something wrong you know I, I i feel what you're saying but i think in your 20s yeah you know, your teens, your twenties, it's about getting drunk. 
right? Yeah. So this is why I never considered myself an alcoholic then, because you're not even doing it for the taste of it. You're just drinking whatever the hell they give you. Exactly. Just to get the end results. I think in your 30s, close to your 40s, your 40s, <laughs> you actually enjoy the taste of it. Too real, man. Too real. Too close. Back it up. Yeah, Back the time machine. Back up again. <laughs> this is what happens. Too real. You start to really enjoy it. You're like, this is tasty. Yeah. But I would never taste a scotch in my 20s and be like, yo, I want to drink this all the time. It's gross to me. Yeah, I, I think at that, at that age, maybe I would have a lot of beer. Maybe I would have aguardiente because I guess that just became the drink. And you had shit beer. You didn't even try IPAs. You no, were no, no, like no. It was crap beer. Corona and shit. It was crap. It, was, it, was any, it wasn't even that. We would literally buy whatever we could, Budweiser, Coors. Ugh, and then if gross. it was 40 ounce, it was like Cold 45, yeah. St. Yeah. Ives, Valentine's. Um, but... Uh, if we had alcohol, it would be like an aguardiente. It would be maybe somebody would bring vodka and they would mix it with something. But I don't think I, I started drinking. They bring that Bacardi? I didn't. I didn't start. No, not even. Not even Bacardi. I think I didn't start like the topic of this episode, the art of drinking until I was like late 20s, 30s. I think is 30s. when I started the art of drinking, when I started really appreciating a good drink, drinking uh, straight straight liquor, trying yeah. different types of liquor, trying trying gin, like really trying it, not just trying yeah. to drink it and avoid mm-hmm. throwing up, but like actually enjoying it. And when you buy, you bought into the bullshit, even the bullshit around wine. Oh, the smell, the bouquet, exactly. and all this yeah. shit. Exactly. It's all bullshit, but it, it, it's it's like an adult hobby. I think that's yeah. what it is, really. Yeah. I, I think wine. I got into. I got into wine later. Like I, I, I recently got into. Yeah, wine. I would drink wine here and there, but I think I actually got into it like, I would say late thirties, early forties. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go buy some bottles of wine. Like it took me a long time to really you finally be like, I can appreciate wine. wine. My for me, wine felt like a girl drink. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, not I'm not to say it. Or... No, I'm not sexist or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying like like a Cosmo or something. You know what I mean? It felt yeah. like a something like. Wine and beer were diametrically opposed. It was like yin and yang. You drink beer or you drink wine. And right. Then, and I drank beer. You know what I mean? So wine to me was like, oh, girls don't like the taste of beer, which mm-hmm. most of them don't. And then, well, Again, all right. if you want to generalize it. It's actually chauvinistic. Yeah. Okay. My girlfriend. <laughs> You're bombing. Hates You're beer. You're bombing, dude. You're and bombing. she loves wine. So I, I thought of it as that way, and I never really thought of like... And then also, I like to drink cold drinks. Yeah. Right. And to no, me... Okay, there, you got me there. Yeah. There you got me. Because wine was always chilled or room, or room temperature. temperature. Yeah. yeah. Beer was always ice cold beer. Yeah. And I do agree with you that there was a point where I, I was like, why do I want to have something room temperature? I'd rather have something cold. But I think now I can appreciate room temperature liquor. And that made me go back around and appreciate room temperature wine. Right. Um, where now I see liquor and then I see wine and I see that wine is the softer version, the less alcoholic version of liquor. It still gets you pretty fucked up. Yeah. If you yeah, yeah if you if honest. you drink enough of it, yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll get to you. It it always used to put me to sleep, it still puts me to sleep. Yeah, me too, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Carla? Well, I didn't like beers when I first started drinking. Because of the taste, but also because I didn't know about different types of beers like IPA or different flavors. So what we had, it was like Henneken or Coors Light. And then in Puerto Rico, we have one that is called Medalla. 
yeah, and yeah, it's I, very yeah, very light that's pee basically it's, pee yeah it tastes like nothing so that's what we used to drink because it was also the cheapest thing mm. it was like a dollar the can so when we used to go out um, we that's used to go out to like Senor Frogs and stuff like that Senor Frogs that was our place that was our spot that was Senor spot. Frogs and um, that's where we used to drink like frozen drinks and margaritas and stuff like that and once I moved here is when I started actually learning more about alcohol thanks to you oh Chris oh that's fucked up <laughs> your fault damn me la echaron encima and no and more about beers and stuff like that so now I can really tell the difference between a cheap beer and an IPA and then some wine some whiskey which now I enjoy a little bit more and I found because I am very lightweight, so I found how I can balance myself with drinking. If I'm gonna mix a little bit, drinking whiskey with whatever else I'm drinking, versus if I drink tequila or vodka, it will kill me. Right. So, things like that, yeah. That was a good point you brought up. Uh, when you're younger, you just bought what you could afford. Yeah, that's true. Which is generally yeah, the shit. Exactly. The, yeah, 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 that's true. You the cheapest I mean? thing. Yeah, so that's a and, good And plus, in Puerto Rico, I used to drive. So I never really, like, got super, super drunk because I knew that I needed to be, you know, oh, okay. Man. Good for you. To, to drive. Many so. nights where I'm like, how the hell did I get home? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, people out there. I, um, okay, be responsible. I can definitely say it at, at this age, I experiment more with the different cognacs, whiskey, yeah, yeah. bourbon. Yes. Um, Preach, singing my song. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm comfortable experimenting with different brands and trying the different ones and seeing what do I like. I try not to like. I've never liked mixing drinks. I mean, I think the last time that I actually sat home and tried mixing drinks I with like, with, I'm saying with 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 um, with sodas or juices or things like that. Mm -hmm. I, I must have been like. 20 yeah, or I 21 do I, I, like, I don't think I've done that oh, at yeah, no. only on vacation I'll do a mixed drink like an island but but now but we, but we but we do buy mixed drinks when we go to places and I think there I'm more curious can they make it work mm -hmm. right like, right because right, they're professional at, exactly so I look at their menu and I'm like let me see let me look at this menu so they have usually some version of a mojito, some version of an old fashioned, some version of yeah, a, you know, always they always have yeah. their own version of a drink that we all know. Yeah. And then I look at the recipe and I'm like, they usually list the ingredients and I'm like, all right, let me see if this is going to turn out good or, yeah. is it, or is it what I'm going to think yeah. it's going to be is crap. Yeah. So I think that's the game I play now when I go to restaurants is I'll try a cocktail and see if it, if it works or not. But for the most part, I know that if I'm going to go and I want to just drink and enjoy my alcohol and I, and I know what I want to drink, it'll just be on the rocks. It'll just yeah, be straight. Same. I don't even look at that menu where it's like all my mixed drinks the listed, cocktails. the names, you know, they name it. Oh, yeah. whatever the bar is, they name <laughs> the bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even look at that shit. I just skip past it. I go, either give me Hennessy, some kind of scotch, some kind of whiskey, some kind of cognac. Or I'm drinking a beer today. Yeah. Uh, the Cortez NYC live streaming ET. <laughs> <laughs> but you go, you do have, even though you, you dabble, you have your select favorites. You love Jack, for instance. I know this about yeah, you. Yeah, I like Jack. Jack, Jack Daniels is Jack That's Daniels. That's your go-to. It's very easy and it's very, to me, it's very sweet. It's very simple. It's not, I, I know that if I if I can go to a place that I know they're going to actually give it to me, a real Jack Daniels and not like some... 
you know, watered, watered down, watered down or, or diluted with vodka or some other alcohol. Yeah. If it's a real true Jack Daniels, like I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this because it makes me feel like I'm home, wherever I'm at. It yeah. makes, it's like com- a comfort yeah, liquor. Yeah, yeah. And and then after I do that, then I'll maybe move into a different liquor or something. But like for the most part, yeah, that's good enough. Knob Creek's another brand that I like. I like I like Knob Creek. Uh, right now I'm drinking Knob Creek. We got some Henny uh, over there. Henny D up in there. Got some Henny, and we got a That's we got a bottle what? of Jack that I'm gonna crack open from from uh, Jesus Christ, was it New tonight. Year's? It was I gotta New drive. Year's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> New Year's. <laughs> We're not gonna crack it open tonight. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say that I think the only alcohols that I stay away from vodkas because I I there was a time that I really tried it and I just couldn't do it um, for, for whatever reason. I have a, like a reaction to it and it just doesn't make me feel comfortable and um gins were okay i think the last time we hung out with who it was uh grow oh yeah we tried that gin with they brought a big gin fan. no it wasn't uh, it, it was, was okay, like a mixed drink but it, the taste was so i don't know i didn't like it G- gin is gin is difficult but it's yeah. good it's a, it's better than vodka though i'll tell you that it's better than yeah. vodka now do you there's a question do you change your order based on where you are like for instance if i am on an island <laughs> I'm gonna always try to get a pina colada. <laughs> like, uh-huh. you, nah, you, you know what I mean? That's when you want to get the fruity. Yeah, ones. like you can't order that in a bar in New York City. Yeah, you, you look know crazy. what you're gonna get, uh-huh. right? You, and it, you know what I mean? So I switch it up on where I go. I also, when it comes to beer, I like to if there's a new beer I haven't tried because there's so many. I'm gonna try it. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I have to. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. No, like, it's true. It's they crop up and disappear every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm always switching. When you travel, do you guys drink more like fruity drinks with umbrellas in them, <laughs> <laughs> or you stick to your like your scotches? I, I think, I think the... we try whatever they have in the place. Yeah, yeah, I think so. In I general, think... you're more open on vacation. I mean. yeah, 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 because yeah. you're on vacation. You're Actually, I think... we did that here in New York. We went to a Mexican restaurant and we asked for a. Tamarind margarita, and that's where I got the recipe oh, for my tamarind yo, margarita drink. Carla's tamarita, <laughs> tamarind margarita <laughs> drinks is crazy, and my girl was like, "I think she put something in them," because <laughs> she was fucked up from like two of them. It's very strong and it's delicious. Yeah, it's it's really good. No, that's but, actually a good one. But um, I think things like that, like cocktails and drinks, yeah, when you go to a different place or country i think it's easier for you to be open to okay let's try it because it's a new experience and that way you can feel in a different place we have to go to this uh bar rooftop called polynesian and it's all Mm -hmm. based off of like a hawaiian yeah yeah. theme and all the drinks are like some hawaiian shit tiki drinks so we have to go in the summer and they have a drink in a giant fishbowl for like 18 people nah. and you share it. Okay, so those are the drinks that worry me. When you go to a place where they have <laughs> the giant ass drinks with beers in them. Like beers sticking in it, like stuck no, that, upside that, down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That freaks me out. That's I see a, that and I'm like, oh. That's a Chili's thing. <laughs> if you're drinking a giant ass frozen drink with a beer in it, then you don't, you have no taste buds. You don't care what you're drinking. And, I, and <laughs> no, then I know I'm, I'm not going to order a good drink there because I know I'm going to get right. some crap. Oh, no, nah, re- it's not that. This is like a higher end. Yeah. yeah. But you remember we went to a place where they had also um, those type of like small fish bowls with like candy drinks. Like it was uh, alcohol drinks, but it was like candy flavors. I don't know. I've seen I that. I remember yeah. that. But I think we went we on went a place. We went to one that was a Willy Wonka like pop-up bar. 
Yeah. Yo, and everything then, is based around drinking in New York, mm-hmm. America. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to do when you go out? I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that's, exactly. that's something that, I mean, we could talk about, we could talk about another subject right here, but drinking was so popular and it, it's always been so popular. But now that weed is becoming legal and, it, and it's going from a recreational drug, from an illegal drug to a recreational drug Ooh. to a thing that could become a cultural drug. If, if, you know, America is associated with Budweiser. You know what I mean? When right. before there was there was prohibition and it was illegal yeah, yeah. or whatever. But if you think about it, America is hot dogs, hamburgers, Budweiser. There's certain things, blue jeans. You know, there's certain things that are associated with America and America and United States, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, one day it could be weed, just like Amsterdam is associated with weed, right? Right. I mean... I'm curious, like, are we going to be in... I hope so. 60 years, 80 years, are we going to be looking back saying like, wow, that's crazy. America you now know is known for... Is? Weed is generally a less social drug than uh, alcohol. Like with weed, you just want to stay home, be in your own thoughts, do your own thing. Alcohol? You think so? No, yeah. Alcohol is more like, yo, you want to be out, you want to be talking to people, Cause, acting cause a fool. Vape, vape culture, the whole vape culture and the whole vape movement makes me think that it's more social than ever. Like it's more. No, it's a- getting social, but intrinsically, it's based off of like, it's a it's a thing you do on your own or just okay. with another friend. You know what I mean? All right. Like, I mean, it's not, not me, so I don't, in I don't a bar. Know. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, but now in New York, um, in Manhattan, they have all those uh, buses that they sell yeah, weed. Cool. Well, they're candy, not real. Candy they're weed like, uh, or whatever. What do you mean they're, they're not like real? CBD. They're not real. What is that? What's CBD? Because you can't really sell weed. So, they're selling so like, what is it that they sell? They're, 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 it's like hemp, which is like a watered down version. Oh. So it's not really There's Wait. no THC It's not active There's a very slight trace of THC But you're not going to get high from it What? Yeah That's yeah. That that truck you see downtown that's Yeah, bullshit. they're all over the yeah, place though yeah, That's not real Weed world weed It's not world. really weird Weed you, world candies? Yeah, they're not, they're not real Because you can't sell that <laughs> in, America, in New York just yet Pretty soon, yeah But these trucks are all over Times Square There's like one on every other corner Yeah, it's not real It's been there forever But Here's my thing with weed and alcohol, and I'm always saying, you smoke weed, you're not trying to fight, you're not trying to get in a car and do dumb shit. I know, you're a promoter of that concept. Yeah, very calm. Alcohol is even more dangerous than weed, and yet still, it's ingrained in American culture. When you go to baseball games and you hear these fucking drunks screaming racist shit and doing all sorts of shit, it's because they drank and they got liquid courage. Weed doesn't do that. You love everybody. Everything is chill. You know what I mean? So from the very beginning, to have it illegal was, you know, it's all whatever. It's all this, the tobacco industry, the yeah, drug, yeah. the pharmaceutical. Yeah. We'll get at that later. But now they're starting to fuse alcoholic beverages with CBD oil. And there's a couple of places in Queens I've seen have CBD oil, which is, again, not real weed. But it's, it's a step in that direction. It calms you down, mellows you out. Well, so I, I guess with the last couple of seconds we have left here for this segment, I'll say... I could have gone on forever. I know. Um, I mean, we have we have boys. I'll say I will not I, I will not encourage my kids to drink. If they come to me on some drinking thing, we can have a conversation, but I'm not going to encourage it. What about you? I think I am going to... I want to be the first time he has a drink with me in a safe environment. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, rather than out there with his knucklehead fucking friends, I'd rather him see it. And then he could go to his friends when they're all like, yo, we're going to drink 
And he's like, that shit is corny and it tastes gross. You know what I mean? Because that's the effect I had. Now that my boys are much, much older, I've always thought like, am I doing the wrong thing by introducing them to them or encouraging it or am I or not? I don't see that drinking has been my downfall. So I don't see a negative. Right. So that's why I wouldn't be like, oh my God, let me keep, keep this hidden from them. But at the same time, I don't think I would encourage I don't think you encourage all right, culture talk. I know we could have talked about alcohol for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. What? This is like, you need a part two to this. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do a part two to be continued. Um, but for culture talk, Carla, what do you got? Well, we're going to talk about this. BS call <laughs> the government shutdown. What? Oh, we need like part fives for this. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're gonna squeeze this into 20 minutes, 15 minutes? I know. Right. I mean, we can just talk about what's happening and what we think about it. So, as you guys know, if you live in the United States, right now we are under a government shutdown um, that is going between being the Trump's shutdown or the Pelosi and Schumer's shutdown, but we all know that it's the Trump shutdown because he wants a wall. And he wants a wall in Fucking the wall. southern border because he claims that there's a humanitarian crisis happening right now in the border. Um, so he, I think it was the beginning of the year when he started with the government shutdown and I think today that we're recording this episode is the 26th day so by the time this episode is aired maybe it will be like the 29th day (laughs) (laughs) if if it's not um if it's not open yeah the government already so right now it's already the longest so let's just leave it at that it's the longest the longest longest shutdown ever he wants five billion and meanwhile, if it goes on another week or something, it's gonna cost the economy six billion. So, yeah, it's just, it works out. It's fucking idiot. The shutdown is gonna. It I, makes no sense. I saw something today where there was somebody in Congress speaking to the House or whatever, and he was saying that they had already given him, they had already given Trump or his or the White House or whatever the organization, like 1.6 billion previously for the wall. And that now he's asking for five billion. So he had already been given 1.6. Now he's asking for five. And when they asked, "Well, give us your details. Like, how are you going? What, what do you need this five billion for?" He just they just gave the same paperwork that they offered for the 1.6. So in other words, he's they're still on like we need money for the for the wall, and here's the paperwork about the wall. And they're like, "But we gave you that money already." Now you're asking for five, so what's new that you need five now? So there, there's actual paperwork behind this that, if this is true, there's actual paperwork that shows that these guys are just like using this like as a scam. Like, let's just give me money for the wall. Yeah. And there's no, the, the, the way the guy no described plan. it, there was no plan behind it. There was nothing to secure the wall. There was no, there was no allocations for like, okay, this money's gonna be used for security. This money's gonna be used for uh, surveillance. This money's gonna be used for maintenance of the wall. This money's gonna be like nothing. It's just like, just to build the wall and that's it. Well, it like a real changing. estate business thing, like that's it. It kept changing. At first it was Mexico's gonna pay for it. 
Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I mean, that's now a different topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it's, we're paying for it. But and we, they're paying, we're going we're gonna to benefit from the trade deals that we have with them. But and we, then it changes what the wall is. Like, the wall was supposed to be this huge structure. Yeah. And now it's like a little, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's crazy is to cover that much ground is more than $5 billion. Right. It's going to be like a construction project where you're like working on your house and they quote you one price. You're like, yeah, yeah, you know, it should be like, you know, 2500 for the bathroom. And then some shit's going to go, yo, you had mold under this shit. It has exactly. that. And it, next thing you know, it's 10 Gs you're paying for your bathroom. It's the same thing with the wall. That's what it sounds like, yep. Listen, and I mean, immigration is a thing that's, clo- I mean, we're, we're all, we all came from immigrants. My, I am an immigrant. I came from my family of immigrants. And they came yeah. here the right way. Obviously, you don't want people coming here the wrong way because it's a burden on our society, all that stuff. But there's genuinely people trying to get here just to make a better life. Yeah. Because where they're coming from is horrible. Yeah. But I don't even think they're coming through that wall. They're coming legally on visas, chilling, and just staying past their visas. You know what I mean? Like, that wall isn't going to stop anything, a fraction. The wall is more like a... It's more like a symbol for people down south who rally around him. Like, look what he did. I can exactly. see it. You know what I mean? Or, or a fucking money, a money laundering scam, which I, is what I, it's looking. I, it's I don't know if it's a scam it's or it's just to look a like symbol that. of like I promise this, and I need to fulfill it because 2020 is the election next year. Yeah. But I next don't think that the, that construction is gonna be done by 2020. I think it's going to no. take years and years because you know how big is that territory down there? Because it will be from that area of Texas or California or whatever it is, right? All the way because it has to be the whole southern border. So it has to be all the way to the other side. So how they're going to cover all that territory, I just don't, don't and, understand. And you, don't think, you don't think that if, if a wall was necessary or made sense that they would have already had built it like a long time ago like right that's the thing that I'm, i don't get like this is because they were talking about like well wall why would you build a wall like it makes no sense like what the great wall of china well yeah no shit yeah, like they, walls they existed forever if it if we ever needed a wall don't you think like the forefathers of this country would have been like we exactly. need a wall they didn't why because they don't need a wall because it doesn't make sense because you got to cross deserts and shit because if you made it here then welcome. Yeah, exactly. Like if you ask made it over here, then well, isn't that right, what they here. say? Give us your poor, your yeah, huddled exactly. masses. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think they needed. Uh, you know. So I think. It's I think clearly it's clearly a political. I mean, thing. and more than anything, they didn't need it because they took over territories from Mexico. That's, so why would they need a wall and, when territories from Mexico were taken over by United States? And why build a wall if you might expand your territory. Exactly. So him building a wall is almost like saying like, that's it, we're marking the, you know, we're not going to... That's gonna, it, we're, we're not, not going to try to get any more... More or, territories, and this is the end of it, and this is the line, and that's it. I'm sure that they, they, that's part of it is that they kept moving the borders around, and they know borders change. Mm-hmm. So why build the wall? But I think, I really do think that it's a... Um, I don't know I don't know if I want to say money laundering, but it's a, it's a money pit. It's a place where no, they're going to throw a bunch yeah, of money yeah, and then nothing's going to get built. It's a waste, definitely. Nothing's yeah. going to get built. And at the end of the day, who's going to take that money? We'll see. But when, you, but when you think about it, who's coming over that wall? These are genuinely people busting their ass. Yeah. Hard workers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I was just listening to something today and it's just basically when you go out and you ride in a train, you're in a party, everything goes smoothly. There's at least 
in the in the party of like a hundred thousand people, there might be one fight, a couple of idiots. Yeah. Right. Right? But generally, the world is just full of people who just like want to live their life and do what they have to do. It's always a couple knuckleheads. So yeah, they're gonna be some drug dealers smuggling shit in. Yeah, but that is a small percentage of the actual people coming here trying to fucking go work in car washes and fucking deliver your food every goddamn day. You know what I mean? Like yep. they're just trying to bust their ass because in Mexico it's not as good for them or wherever yeah. they're coming from. You know what yep. I mean? So yep. a wall and, you know, it's just a metaphor. They're going to find a way over it and under it and through it. That's yeah. how but it's, it's going to go. It's but, funny how Trump's argument against the drugs, the drug dealers and everything else is that it's almost as if the drug that is coming from Mexico it's being forced into the people here in the United States. Yeah. It's almost as if they the drug the, dealer is coming with a gun yeah. to Mexicans someone's head come up this crack. and be like, here, take this. Take if this not, heroin. I'm going to kill you. They're bringing no. this new thing called yeah. cocaine. There's a, there's a bigger issue yeah. here, and it's Americans. Yep. Yeah, if are drugs are coming here, yeah, if drugs are coming here, it's because somebody's paying for them. They're not coming here just because. Yeah. I saw I saw I saw a meme uh, uh, a fucking post that said that said uh, it's funny how they want to build the wall to keep drugs out. Prisons have walls, but drugs get smuggled oh, drugs into prisons all, all the time. Day. <laughs> Every day. And prisons are all full of walls. Yeah. How are you gonna stop drugs with walls? Like yeah. that makes no sense. They, they got, yeah, like like they Who's, came with drugs. They're like, oh shit, I have to buy this now. Yeah. Exactly. You brought it here. So so who who smuggles? Who helps? Or who aids the smuggling of drugs into prisons? The guards. Yeah. Yeah. Crooked people. So who's helping drugs come into this exactly. country? Crooked people of at course. the, at who's the checkpoints. Make it in Mexico. The fucking crooked government. Exactly. Who's helping to get it here? Like, oh come on now. You watch any you know anything about anything, you know that we, the I'm not, CIA. I'm, I'm not gonna talk about narcos. Not narcos. I'm not talking about uh, narcos. We I know you're trying to get me to talk the about CIA, narcos. I'm not Americans, they brought cocaine. And drugs into the country. Yeah. They did that to yeah. fund their wars. Yep. So exactly. come on now. We know where it came from. And now that it's a problem, now you're like, ah, that's where it's coming from. It's really not. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, terrorists sneak in there too. Get out of here. Terrorists just get on the plane and come here directly. That's how yeah, they that's get Yeah, that's ridiculous. That- yeah, motherfuckers going to flight school for like six months learn how to fly planes <laughs> or or they're and walking on the planes that's or, the or the, that or the terrorists are, are are fucking homegrown exactly which is the majority yeah. of them I, I, yeah exactly and we don't want to call them terrorists right because they're they're from america so they're not terrorists but, but even the ones even the ones that might be uh, uh you know uh, either foreign born or whatever they might be but they're raised here in the united states or trained in the military here with, with america like there, it's a, it's a. This is a mechanism for that craziness. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it speaks to a bigger thing of our culture, and mental health. Yeah. Yes. Americans' mental health are fucked. Yeah. Whatever yeah. they, for whatever reason, it's we are up. the most fucked up people. It seems. <laughs> Speak for yourself, my friend. <laughs> I'm just saying it's true. Don't say that we too Not strong us. around here. I'm saying like. <laughs> You yeah. have so many things society. to deal with. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And I hear so you. you have so many pressures from every angle that's making you be like the way you are. Yeah. It's, you know, whether it's you're on Instagram and you're, you're fucking people posting their fake lives and shit and yeah. making you have to keep up with their fucking fake shit. Yeah. Thinking that you're not happy because you don't have what they have. Meanwhile, you don't know this motherfucker is sad as fuck every night. You know what I mean? Like, 
and it's a celebrity culture. And if you're not a celebrity, if you're not out there, you're not good enough. So there's a you should spend more money into education and mental health reform and taking care of our fucking veterans who go away and see wild shit all the time and come back fucked up. I'm going to go off topic right now, but I just saw that news. Did you see that news about that that quote-unquote terrorist attack or assault in, in Kenya or something? Or, yeah, or yeah, in yeah. Africa? Somewhere yeah. in Africa, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was funny. And in I remember, a hotel I, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in a hotel. And they were like... And, and I saw that. And I right now I'm going to get a little... you know. I'm gonna, Deep, I'm, I'm gonna sound negative. Minute. I'm gonna sound negative, but deep negative minute. Listen, I I was watching the news and I see this whole thing about a terrorist attack and a terrorist attack, right? And they're like, that's a terrorist a, attack. Exactly. Well, I'm getting there. A terrorist attack in Africa. An American was killed. One American was killed. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, so that's a terrorist attack. Exactly. It's overseas because it's done. It's done by brown people, and it's one American exactly. got killed. Here in the United States, we have had worse shit happen in schools, exactly. in nightclubs, in malls, in shopping malls. And that's not a terrorist attack. No, of course not. Because it's not a brown person doing it. <coughs> that guy is mentally insane. He's not a terrorist. He's just mentally no, insane. No, un unstable. Yeah, mentally unstable. Not Misunder even safe. Misunderstood. He's, yeah. <laughs> what happened to him? Why so, his so life those, was messed up? So I don't want to get off topic, but... It's homegrown. That's part of the problem. It's homegrown. We have a homegrown problem here. But it's we on don't the have topic. To, we don't have to sneak terrorists in. Yeah, you're on the topic. Put a fucking wall around here, all the way around. Exactly. Most, you know what? Fuck that. Build and a and dome. Let, and let me live on I'm the other run, side of it. I'm going to run for president and be like, yo, I want to build a dome around America. Ha, got you, sucker. Yeah, Let's even all if move. there's a dome, <laughs> even if there's a dome, there's going to be some wild shit happening. Because people here are fucked in the head. Yeah. There's people who are fucked in the head. Yeah, it's true. So there's always going to be wild shit happening, right? So the wall is not the answer. It might slow down two, three people. But the real people who really want to get here, they're going to get here. They're going to get here. It doesn't matter how. Regardless. And, and so, so this shutdown. So, the, so homeboy, homeboy in charge decides to make it a shutdown. How would it be if I was your boss... And I said, I'm going to shut shit down. I'm not going to pay you anymore. Well, until... come to work. Listen, no, but listen, how crazy would this sound if I told you guys, if I was your boss and I said, all right, I'm holding off paychecks. I'm holding off everything. You got to still come to work until I get my new desks. If I don't get new desks, <laughs> I'm not paying you guys. I'm holding off my work. So. Like, that sounds crazy. It's like, it's like, like I'm finding another like job. I'm... Exactly. Like, it sounds insane okay, for me to good. say. Because just his, keep it, here, keep keep waiting for your new desk. A, a wall, a wall is like a desk. A wall is like a piece of furniture. A wall is like a thing, a tangible thing. Yeah. The construction of this thing. But I'm gonna hold your checks and your personal life in my hands. But here's a better question. That's abuse of power. Here's a better question. What are they gonna do about it? They can't do anything. We're slaves to the system. They can't oh, do man, anything you about got it. Deep, man. Shit. No, no, no. Seriously, deep they note. can't do anything about it. These yeah. people. We slaves. Fucking, we slaves. They're way behind on rent and shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. They can't do anything about it. What are you going to do? What are you uh, going to do? I, no, I feel you If 100%. your boss told you that about their desk, what are you going to do about it? You going to stay home? Yeah. And then he's going to you? I'm going to go to work and sit at my shitty old desk and not get paid until saying. my boss It's says, not even a choice you got. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. There's an illusion of choice. It's not a choice. You got to do it. I hear you. So then that's that's maybe the reality check we all need about presidents. We just haven't had a president be so fucking ignorant to 
what is push it? these like, buttons. You like, vote he, for them. He's pushing his ridiculous they buttons. They make more money than you, bro. You voting for they're them. Still, they're still up getting money right yeah, now. Yeah, they don't feel less. You do. But yesterday you vote for them for change or something? Like, come on now. And I'm not saying just him. It's probably a, mostly every president ever. You know, they're in it for the corporations and the people that fund them and give them the most money. That's what controls let, this. Let me ask you a good question. What would you do if you showed up to the White House and they served you McDonald's? Yeah, I'd eat that <laughs> shit. To be honest, a good... <laughs> yo, I don't go to a McDonald's on my own. A, co- a cold McDonald's on a, on a table with no heater, no... Yo, they didn't warm that shit up. You don't think they warm that shit up? Oh, man. That shit was just sitting there. You know, microwave? No? No. Nah, I, f- I think McDonald's delivered like, it hot, though. You made it for me. They delivered it hot, but you think they They're set- coming to the White House. Do you so think they-, they set up all those candles they and all that bullshit to. while it was still hot? Hell no, man. I they- mean, I don't go to McDonald's often, so I would enjoy it, to be honest. Like, yeah, McDonald's. This is dope. McDonald's for dinner. That's gonna be McDonald's right now. Fuck that. Fuck this shit. <laughs> you wanted me to teach you, right? This is street reality. Carla, I need some Spanish. Quiero hablar español. Whoop, the cops are after us. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. I know we shouldn't be talking about this shit. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> the minute I say we're gonna hablar español. Just for the record, Ice I, up. I love the wall. I would love a wall. <laughs> I love walls in general. Who doesn't? Cortez loves walls. His we life heard, was based on walls. We heard somebody speaking Spanish in there. Somebody hablando español in there. <laughs> Cortez is going to go down and spray paint those walls. Just so you know. Exactly. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah, that'd be okay. dope. At least make it beautiful. Exactly. At least make it colorful. Yo, what if they told you that though? <laughs> what? Like, yo, like, oh, we're gonna we build a wall. A but we want artists to come and like freak a section of it. <laughs> Fuck. Now we're not speaking Spanish, but hold on a second. What about Super Bowl and these fucking guys that are gonna go and play, perform? Would oh, you do Travis it? Travis Scott. Oh. No. Would you do it? No. That supposedly that NFL is a whole fucked up thing. That's a whole different topic. Yeah. Supposedly that dude Travis Scott spoke to. Ka- supposedly he spoke to Kaepernick. But he Kaepernick? didn't. Yeah, I thought it was Maroon Five. Or something. Maroon Five is going, and, but also Travis Scott. And Travis Scott. And that Travis Scott spoke to but Kaepernick, he and he was like, "Yeah, but 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 but." But, 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 but uh, Kaepernick um, came out of Twitter saying that he didn't spoke to him. Oh wow. Whatever. How you say wall in Spanish? <laughs> Let's start there. Okay. Pared. 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 Or muro. I like muro. It sounds like muro Madrid. is more like the word for the wall that he's trying to. Build. Yeah, un muro. Un muro. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it's like a, like almost like a fort, like a fortification, fort. yeah. like oh, a fortification right. muro. Um, how do you say sellout? Speaking <laughs> of Travis sellout? Scott, yeah. Speaking of Travis Scott, how do you say sellout? When somebody sells you out. Vendido. Vendido. I mean, esa persona, that sí. person is, es un vendido. Un vendido, un vendido. Like, se vende. Un se vende. Pinche. Un pinche <laughs> vendido. <laughs> Shout out to my Mexicans out there. Word. <laughs> How do you say shutdown? Oh, shit. What? Stop. Trap. Shut, Shut it down. down open, open up shop. shop. Whoa. Oh, no. Whoa. Oh, That's a rough ride. It's wrong. Niggas want to drop. Niggas want to lock. Niggas want to lock. All right, so how do you how do you say shut down? How do you say shut down? I don't even know how to say shut or down. I would I would imagine it's something like uh, apaga apagalo. Apagar. Apagar. Is it like apagar. close? Yeah, yeah. Like turn off. Like turn off. 
O cierre, el cierre. Yeah, like shut the lights. Cierre is like close. Like close the lights. What's it there? How do you say strike? Strike? Yeah. Eh, huelga. Huelga. Okay. I always wondered why uh, Spanish people say cierre, uh, you know, like close the lights. Like, it's not close the lights, it's turn the lights off. Apaga las luces. Yeah. Don't they say, don't they say close the lights? Or, no. uh, what's the other thing they No, you say some weird shit. Well, close we the do, lights. we do, so, but I don't know which one. Apaga las luces, cierra la ventana. Or I have cold, tengo, tengo frío. frío. Instead of like, ah, I am tengo cold. Frío. Like, oh, why are you tengo saying frío. I have cold? Tengo frío. Estoy Weird. frío. Because no, it's how you feel. Frío. Oh, I feel cold. Yeah, tengo frío. <laughs> I have tengo it in me. Frío. I have cold in me. I have it in my soul. I have cold. My heart is cold. I have an icebox where my heart used to be. You see, big difference. Spanish? I have the cold in me. English, I am cold. I am wow. cold. Wow. I, I am projecting Deep the cold minute. out. I am cold. <laughs> I created the cold within me. I am cold. Winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Um, how do you say wine? Oh, shit. Isn't it? That's vino? Good say it again. Yes. That's Italian, vino. Vino, yeah. yeah. Very good, very it's good. It's also right. Italian, so I know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I know beer. You don't need to say that. Because you're so Italian. Cerveza. You're so fancy. Dos cervezas, por favor. Oh, there you go. I know that because I do it all the time. How do you say whiskey? Una whiskey, oh, por favor. I think it's the same. Whiskey. Whiskey is whiskey. But with an accent somehow. Yeah. How do you say rum? Oh, rum changes. How do you say rum? Rum changes. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, Wait. I think Cardi. you know. I feel like you know it. I feel like I you would know it. And when you hear it, you're going to be like, damn. Yeah. All right, so do it. So I could go be like, damn. Ron. Damn. Ron. R-O-N. Damn. I knew that. Yeah, Ron. so Ron, Bacardi and Rum is Bacardi y Ron. Bacardi y Ron. Or Ron Bacardi. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any other words for me? Oh, man, I got so many words. All uh, the words. Which one? I got a million words for you. All the words. Go. I say McDonald's. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was about to say McDonald's. Yeah, I was about to say that when I was like, McDonald's. Yeah. Or Burger King. Oh, no, that's French. Burger King. Burger King. How do you say moron? What? Moron. I think we've Un said this idiot. Before. Yeah, I think we've said it before. What is it? Un idiot? Idiota. Idiota, idiot. All right. Idiota. I know that from uh, uh, Illahico. <laughs> how do you say that? Mark Anthony's Mark Anthony's on. How, how do you say um, smuggling? It's stupido. Like. <laughs> smuggling. How do you say smuggling or like um, sneaking in or smuggling? Like if you're smuggling drugs. Uh, oh, it's like okay. mule or something. something I like looked mule. it up because I didn't know. Okay. Cheating. And it's contrabando. Isn't that the thing you're smuggling and not the actual no. act of smuggling? That's Smug the act of smuggling. How do you say? Contrabando. Con contrabando as an action. Yeah. La contrabando. Está la contrabanda. Like el contrabando. El can right. So the thing is the contrabanda, right? El, contra el contrabando de drogas, for example. El contrabando de drogas. Smuggling drugs. El contrabando de That's drogas. That's a good name for a band. Contrabando. Contrabando. Contrabanda. Vamos contrabando. Estamos contrabando <laughs> la música. Mi corazón. I'm going to edit that cloth out. <laughs> Or maybe not. Nah, leave it in there. Um, I'm sorry about that.
So, another episode wrapped up. Thank you so much for coming by. Yo, I'm about to struggle to find parking. If you live in New York, you know what that means. Yeah, the struggle is real. It is real. real. And in the cold, even worse. That makes you angry, right? It makes you angry. It's about to snow, too. Oh, my God. I got to do this. Um, All right, man. I hope this shutdown goes away. We yeah, I hope by the time hope we... hope they shut down the shutdown. Yeah. yeah. What? We, didn't, hope, we what? didn't have too much political things to say about it, but... Our, our opinion. Our opinion.